0: Now, I want the gold bands in my hair, in the Greek style. I'll be a Greek for the day, just like you, Thea. She knew I was no Greek, despite the name bestowed on me by the Athenian merchant who was my first owner. Yes, my lady, I murmured in my purest Greek. A frown flickered between her fine black brows. I was better educated than my mistress, and it annoyed her to no end. I tried to remind her at least once a week. Don't go giving yourself airs, Thea. You're just another little Jew slave, remember that? Yes, my lady. Meekly, I coiled and pinned her curls. She was already chattering on. Father says that Bellerophon will fight this afternoon. Really, I know he's our best gladiator, but that flat face. He may dress like a dandy, but all the perfume in the world won't turn him into an Apollo. Of course, he is wonderfully graceful, even when he's sticking someone right through the throat. Ouch! You pricked me! Sorry, my lady. You certainly look green. There's no reason to get sick over the games, you know. Gladiators and slaves and prisoners, they'd all die anyway. At least this way we get some fun out of it. Maybe it's my Jewish blood, I suggested. We don't usually find death amusing. Maybe that's it. Lepida examined her varnished nails. At least the games are bound to be thrilling today. What with the Emperor getting sick and dying in the middle of the season? We haven't had a good show for months. Inconsiderate of him, I agreed. At least the new Emperor is supposed to love the games. Emperor Domitian, Titus, Flavius, Domitianus. I wonder what he'll be like. Father went to no end of trouble arranging the best bouts for him. pearl earrings, Thea. Yes, my lady. And the musk perfume. There. Lepida surveyed herself in the polished steel mirror. She was very young, fourteen, same as me. And too young, really, for the rich silk gown, the pearls, the rouge. But she had no mother. And Quintus Polio, so shrewd in dealing with slave merchants and lenisti, was clay in the hands of his only child. Besides, there was no doubt that she cut a dash. Her beauty was not in the peacock blue eyes or even the yard of silky black hair that was her pride and joy. It was in her Olympian poise. On the basis of that poise, Lady Lepida Polia aimed to catch a distinguished husband— a patrician who would raise the family Polii at last into the highest ranks of Roman society. She beckoned me closer, Peacock Fan languidly stirring her sculpted curls. In the mirror behind her, I was a dark brown shadow, lanky where she was luscious, sunburned where she was white-skinned, drab where she was brilliant. Very flattering, at least for her. Most effective she announced, mirroring my thoughts. But you really do need a new dress, Thea. You look like a tall, dead tree. Come along, father's waiting. Father was indeed waiting, but his impatience softened as Lepida dimpled at him and pirouetted girlishly.
1: Yes, you look very pretty. Be sure to smile at Emilius Gracchus today. That's a very important family. And he's got an eye for pretty girls.
0: I could have told him that it wasn't pretty girls Emilius Gracchus had an eye for, but he didn't ask me. Maybe he should have. Slaves heard everything. Most Romans had to get up at daybreak to get a good seat in the Colosseum, but the polio seats were reserved, so we tripped out just fashionably late enough to nod at all the great families. Lepida sparkled at Emilius Gracchus, at a party of patrician officers lounging on the street corner, at anyone with a purple-bordered toga and an old name. Her father importantly exchanged gossip with any patrician who favored him with an obligatory smile.
1: I heard Emperor Domitian's planning a campaign in Germania next season. Wants to pick up where his brother left off, eh? No doubting Emperor Titus cut those barbarians down to size. We'll see if Domitian can do any better. Quintus Polio I overheard a patrician voice drawl. Really his perfume alone But he does his job so well What's a smile?